Hi, I'm uh, Matt Toth, and we are here, the J. Cruz Education Podcast, on April 9th, and I am here with our founder, John Cruz. How are you today, John? I'm doing fantastic, Matt. How are you today? I am excellent. I'm excellent. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's an interesting time that we're living in right now. Everybody seems to be staying at home and um, people, a lot of people are filing for unemployment out of work or uh, still trying to work, but in very restrictive environments. And I think a lot of people are probably considering what's going on. What am I doing? Do I like what I do? Do I have to do what I do? And I think they might start questioning, is there, are there other options out there for them? And uh, I think the answer is, is yes. And I think what we're trying to do has a, has a lot of merit and is really exciting for what we're trying to create as a vision for people to have experiences and find other opportunities that exist outside of their realm of knowledge. And uh, I think that's why we're, why we're here, right, John? Oh, absolutely, Matt. And I think that what a lot of folks are taking the time to do because of the current affairs of our uh, society with some of the restrictions that are out there, they are, they're taking the time to evaluate a lot of things, whether that be cleaning out a closet or a basement or a garage, going through old pictures and uh, really just evaluating subconsciously your entire life. And as we have times like these, they provide opportunities to reflect and hopefully to plan. And I think as I've had some conversations with people here over the last couple of weeks, I'm hearing some thoughts vocalized and and they're about planning. And that's stuff that Matt, you and I here at the Education Center do every day. We're thinking about how to bring those thoughts into actual experiences, which can create new realities for, you know, K through 12 students, uh, returning veterans, but also uh, any, any adults. And right now we have a lot more of those than, than we had just a few weeks ago, really thinking about that. And so since we can't all gather together in big groups, like uh, we like to, and, and like we will, again, uh, we want to really bring a lot of what uh, we've been planning here at the Jakers Education Center uh, to life and, and let people connect uh, in, in a virtual way uh, as we plan for, you know, the in-person experience coming up later this year. Perfect. I think a lot of people, a lot of questions I get, people ask, what are you actually doing out there at the Jakers Education Center? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you founded this nonprofit uh, about eight or nine years ago, and it's kind of transformed and morphed. Can you give me a quick, maybe minute background on how this has come to light and, and where this nonprofit now exists? Sure, absolutely. You know, as as we all go through life and grow up, we have, uh, you know, parents, guardians, mentors, uh, and most importantly, those folks give us experiences that really shape and mold a lot of how we think and feel. And I was very fortunate to have exposure to a lot of uh, public policy and educational mindsets. And so as I got a little bit older and got into 
if we'll call, quote, the real world, I was able to, uh, of my own decision, uh, pursue some of those things and just had always had a, a passion for uh, the individual. And as, as you know, Matt, one of our core beliefs here is that in the individual. And so as we evaluate uh, all the different things that go on in life, and I evaluated myself and realized that, man, I had some wonderful opportunities given to me in terms of interactive experiences at an early age that created a lot of the passions and drives and really almost as important the fulfillment in my work as I grew up and started uh, to enter the workforce. And, you know, even as as a worker and as an entrepreneur and a business owner, kind of having a chance to be in each of those chairs, you know, realizing that uh, there were a lot of constraints on our education system that, that do not allow most students those types of opportunities. And so, as you mentioned here, uh, just about nine years ago, uh, we started this uh, organization as, as a nonprofit 501c3 organization and really started exploring and through one of uh, my other active uh, for-profit businesses, I get to travel around the country and I love to connect with people, particularly in the education world, and was able to really learn what a lot of uh, policy was in other parts of uh, the country and kind of pulling all that together and evaluating what all of uh, the folks that's their full-time livelihood to kind of identify and sift through all these different career paths and, and what people were doing. And what, what I saw was a disconnect between the education world, the business world, and the public policy uh, world. A lot of people would call that politics, but really the, the, the politicians and politics, those are the folks who are actually writing and passing our laws that ultimately is what I refer to as public policy that is what governs how we do things or how we do not do things. And so being able to be around those three categories and seeing those consistent disconnects uh, saw a gap, and really I would refer to it as a void, that, that is just not there. And there's little pockets and, and little uh, specific categories uh, around the country and folks doing some tremendous things, but unfortunately there's just so many restrictions and limitations within our school systems that uh, it's just going to take a long, long time. So I felt, hey, what if what if we create a a model and actually focus on the individual? Maybe we could develop something that could fill that gap, fill that void, and and place that emphasis on individual students. Give them an interactive experience that that some of us have had most of us have not and also within the schools you know we always see uh, as all of us are are very much uh, in agreement that we want to help those uh, that are less fortunate or perhaps have 
uh, developmental disabilities. Uh, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you've got maybe particularly gifted, uh, scholastically, uh, you know, students. And that middle chunk of 80 or so uh, percent uh, is generally speaking uh, left behind or not emphasized. And we all are going to focus on both ends of the spectrum. But my belief is that every single student matters. Every person matters. And the individual, again, is more important than anything else. And so we want a complete spectrum of all 16 career paths, very deep and bringing those experiences to life. And we were able to uh, be blessed to have a fixed base facility, you know, 30 acre campus, you know, over 200,000 square feet uh, under roof. And so we've been able to have a blank canvas to take a lot of uh, the thoughts, passions, and planning and bring it into uh, an actual education center that, you know, we we plan to open up here towards the end of, of 2020. And before I close in response to your initial question, you know, Matt, I think that as I talk about the individual being the most important, and it's the individuals who are going to uh, participate in and learn, but it's really the folks that are going to uh, shepherd and guide a lot of the students or, or returning veterans or adults that come through here. And, you know, I, I like to think about the big ideas uh, up here and vision. Uh, I care about the individual, but, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not that smart. And so I wanted to make sure that uh, we had the right team in place and uh, since you're not going to say it about yourself, Matt, you know, you're, you're the first person that, you know, we were able to bring in. Uh, we're extremely blessed and fortunate to have uh, a man of your uh, character, background, and knowledge be at the helm as the executive director of the J. Cruz Education Center. And I think that uh, people who may view me as a, an entrepreneur or business guy, and they may not understand my passion or exposure and participation in the education uh, category or in the public policy category, uh, I want them to know that with this organization, the first decision we made was to bring in a high character educator and, and yourself, Matt. And so I think that those in education can know that uh, we're extremely serious, uh, not just about our vision, but about the practical implementation and connection with our students and schools uh, by bringing in you uh, to, again, be at the helm of, of this organization. So I'm, I'm excited to uh, be on the team with you, and I'm excited for uh, everything that uh, God's going to bring uh, to this facility and to the people that we'll be able to connect with in the future. Well, thanks, John. I appreciate your comments. And uh, I think your one of your comments resonated with me about education and having come from the uh, public education sector, uh, you know, as a principal, as a high school principal for six years, I, I definitely saw that gap that you were talking about where, you know, I'm talking to juniors and seniors at the end of their 
educational experience. They're ready to, you know, leave high school, go out into the world. And when I walk down the halls and I talk to juniors and seniors and they say, uh, well, I ask them, what are you doing after high school? And their response is, I don't know. What are you excited about? I don't know, Mr. Toth. Well, how do we go 12 years and not help you figure out what you want to do post high school? How are you not excited or passionate about something? And I think that's where you and I connected, John, as far as I think we both have the uh, target of wanting uh, kids to understand what passions and talents they have and get excited to find a job and reach their full potential in life. And too many students are graduating, not knowing what they want to do. And then all of a sudden they go to college, they rack up debt. And now you've got an issue where uh, right now, one in five individuals who's graduated from college um, is using their degree. Only one in five. So 20% of individuals are using their college degree, which, yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. And there's a lot of debt and a lot of uh, individuals swimming around in that and they're not fulfilled in their current jobs. So I definitely, that definitely resonates with me as far as the education piece is concerned. So, um, you know, as we're looking in, in, at doing uh, J. Cruz Education Center and uh, thinking about the students we'll be bringing in, um, looking at the structure and how that's set up, you know, a parent may want to know, you know wh- how do I get my kid in, in here? How does that, uh, how does that work? And, um, you know, I think our target is, um, you know, we're trying to focus on bringing students in throughout the school day, you know, bringing, uh, I hate to say the word field trips, but it's going to be a incredible experience and an influence on uh, a student's day, um, what they experience, whether it be, you know, a two hour experience, a half day experience, a full day experience at the Jakers Education Center. I think uh, kids are going to be able to come in have a hands-on, engaging, and immersive experience in our facility that will help help them discover uh, what other avenues are out there um, so that we can then refocus them. And we're not a school. I want to point that out too. I think you've made that clear, John. We're not a school. We're not uh, competing with other schools. We're not competing with other nonprofits. We are focused, again, on the individual kid and helping them find their uh, passions and, and match them with their talents. So that is the kind of the background, um, I would say. Would you agree on that? Yeah, and you know, as again, a lot of us have had a chance to spend a few extra minutes uh, reflecting and digging into boxes and all that stuff. I was able to pull out some old photographs and uh, really had a fun time going through them. But it really reminded me of the experiences that that were given to me. And one one particular photo I found was, uh, as some people know, I'm an auctioneer. And so the the first time I worked an auction, I was actually four years old that I got paid to run clerk tickets. I got paid 50 cents by my grandfather. So it was a neat experience at an early, early age. Uh, But when I was 15 years old, uh, my grandfather, my father gave me an opportunity to get up on the auction block on the microphone. Uh, at our local 4-H auction, and I auctioned off a goat, and I, I found a picture of me doing that, and and it was I remember the experience uh, like it was yesterday. My grandfather was a very stern teacher, and uh, so had some very uh, stern instruction for me there as I was doing that. But as as I fast forward to today, 
like, you know, hey, I got to I get to do auctions all over the world. And if I wouldn't have had some of those early experiences and I mean, a real life, like I'm on the microphone selling something for real with real money and real items and real people at 15, you know, would I have really discovered how much fulfillment uh, I've been able to get out of my career as an auctioneer? And and a lot of parents I know because I've talked to them, you know, say, hey, you know, I, I don't think my kid wants to do what I do or I don't want them to do what I do. And how do I get them these experiences? And and unfortunately, we, we don't get the chance to give our students a lot of real world uh, exploration in terms of career paths. I mean, we learn a lot of things and we got, you know, some great schools and great teachers, but our system just isn't set up for that. And so we're here to provide that, uh, whether it's during the school day or certainly outside of uh, the school time frame where, uh, you know, parents or, or students can come out. And we really want this to be a facility where we are coming alongside of not just the students, but also, you know, the parents and the teachers. And as a student is able to have an interactive experience, I mean, think about what we're saying. We're saying you can come here and have hundreds of different literal, physical, hands-on, interactive uh, opportunities to discover your future. And once you have that passion, we can, you know, through our career coaching uh, systems that we'll have, you know, really match your your passion and then your talents to kind of give you a list. Hey, these are some things that you might consider. And guess what? You can walk right over here and try them. And, and we'll have active professionals here. You can actually talk to real people. I mean, I'll be here. If you think you want to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, uh, a kid can come up and say, what, is that, what does that look like? Why, why would I do that? What's great? What's not great? And then a passionate student, and most of us can relate to this, when we want something and we're excited about something, we have to learn some things to do it. It's a lot easier to get us to, to mm-hmm. learn those things because we see why we're learning them. And we have some smart students. Most of our students are quite gifted in many ways. And I think uh, on occasion as a whole, we underestimate the ability of our students. And, and so we want to get away from that collective thought and say, hey, we know that each of you as individuals are able to do this. But if we're just running you through a system and you got to do A, B, C, D, E, F, et cetera, uh, it's just not, it's not exciting. It's not fun. And we want to make, uh, it's not all about fun, right? Work is not called play. It's called work. But having fulfillment out of that because you are passionate about it and be able to have that experience before you go spend years and, and untold amounts of money to figure out, well, I don't like that. We want to be able to give you that right here uh, in Northeast Indiana and beyond. Uh, we want to give you that experience. And so that day, Matt, as you said, yes, we're going to work super close with schools. We want to get as many students in here as we can uh, to give them these experiences. Also adults, uh, and as we talked about a lot of times, our, our specific uh, program for returning veterans. Uh, but you can come out here 
as individuals. And we, we think that uh, when this is uh, fully open, uh, that we'll have folks, you know, maybe make a drive, spend time on a weekend or, or take a day off uh, or maybe in the summer. I think we may be busier in the summer than we are during the school year. Uh, but it all comes down to those individuals. And, and I couldn't be more amped to get this uh, humming and everybody in here so they can start having these experiences uh, and we can start seeing uh, the passion ignited in these students. And I mean, we can, we can do a lot. And I'm so, so amped to see what uh, is going to come out of, of seeing the inspiration and, and the path forward that we can help encourage and then plug people in. Uh, and it, Matt, as you see every day and, and the past, there's a, a principal. Uh, it, it, there's nothing better, no family at a holiday or gathering when, when you see a young person in your family light up because they're excited about what they're going to do uh, in school or in life. It's right. wonderful. And in contrast to that, when we're around uh, particularly a student in our families who doesn't, you know, it's just a, it's a gut wrenching pain that you feel helpless and we want to help with that. And again, come alongside of, of students and parents uh, and help guide them through uh, all the different opportunities that are out there. Well, and I think you mentioned all the experiences and I go back to your goat experience. You know, I think one of the things that parents really need to understand is that based off of current statistics, students choose their career based off of an experience or interest they've had. In fact, 71% of students choose their career based off of an experience or an interest mm-hmm. that they have. And yeah. you can't leave it to high schools to do it all. And I think we do. And when you look at the statistics on that, high schools only account for 17% of students choosing their career path. So really the whole high school experience is not very influential. And when you talk about what we're trying to do, we're trying to build this model K-12 so we can start grabbing kids even in elementary school and giving them experiences that would shape uh, their thinking. So, you know, I think your your GOAT experience was definitely valuable for you. And hopefully as kids have a unique experience in our facility, uh, that will help shape uh, what they may want to tackle or pursue um, even give them an avenue to take further classes back at their high school um, that they're interested in. So, you know, while we can't uh, can't congregate right now and have people in our facility, I know we're looking at uh, starting these podcasts. And uh, one of the things we really want to target is grabbing uh, the experience of different individuals within the 16 career pathways. I think it's important that uh, as we go down this route right now, we are trying to uh, excite and to uh, put out all of the different options and opportunities that do exist uh, through this podcast. And I think the goal will be to highlight uh, different uh, business individuals, uh, different just local Joes who had an experience, uh, found a passion, got excited, and figure out what their uh, their path was to their current career and how fulfilled they are. And uh, I think that's one of the big goals of, of this podcast and what we're trying to accomplish here uh, since we can't have students come to our facility in person quite yet. And obviously we're opening later in the fall. So um, 16 career pathways, 
the overview there as we try and gather people. We're looking at, um, I'm trying, going to try and remember them all off the top of my head here, but agriculture, uh, food, and natural resources. And then we've also got, uh, John, you'll have to help me here, business. We've got finance. We've got architecture and construction. Uh, we also have health sciences and human services, hospita- hospitality and tourism. We have transportation, distribution, logistics. We have STEM. We have manufacturing. Um, I think I'm missing a few in there. Yeah, we got marketing category, IT, yep. and information technology, uh, government and public admin, and, and of course, finance. Uh, but there's so many. And I think what uh, I'm excited to hear all the stories and and the experiences, because, you know, remember, uh, what, I mean, what, what would have happened if, you know, my grandfather hadn't let me work that auction at four? I hadn't got to uh, auction off that uh, goat at 15, I would not have maybe been as excited or maybe wouldn't have gone to auction school, got my auctioneer's license and started an auctioneer career. And I think that we we oftentimes are so focused on, oh, hey, you're about to graduate from high school. What do you want to do with your life? But we forget we never gave them an early learning experience that led them to want to do that. And, and so when we say K through 12, you know, Matt, you and I both have young children and uh, we want to give them experiences so that as they get a little bit older and the different opportunities pop up, that they can have as many of those as possible so that when they are in high school, they actually know what further experiences to explore. Uh, But those who are already in high school and haven't had any, we want to certainly give those to them as soon as possible. But I think the stories we're going to hear from from our uh, guests and contributors on the podcast coming up are going to be so wonderful to hear. And and the last thing I would say about that is, you know, we're going to be talking to a lot of people that are from our community. You know, they, they live in our Northeast Indiana or tri-state area. And there's some really wonderful people that have extremely fulfilling careers at all levels. And they're not all business owners. Some people don't want to be a business owner. They want to do all these different things. And as we learn what is creating fulfillment uh, in life, and I think that's really what people as individuals are looking for. You know, it's not always about making the most money or having the most stuff, right? It's about uh, the the fulfillment, uh, the connection, and, and community that we can all uh, enjoy, and I again I can't wait to learn and and hear about all these wonderful stories. And Matt, I think you're the perfect guy to uh, talk to all these folks, and and they're going to love it, and we're all going to love listening to it. It's going to be great. Definitely. No, I'm excited for it, and thanks for being our uh, first guest on the. Uh on the J Cruz Education Center podcast. And we will try to uh, get some uh, wonderful individuals on here uh, to figure out uh, how they got to their current career path and uh, and their 
um, experiences up to this point. So yeah, thank you. It's going to be exciting. Looking forward to it. Um, looking forward to our fall launch as well. Um, hopefully in latter part of 2020, uh, hoping everything dissipates uh, this summer with the coronavirus and we can uh, get up and rolling as scheduled. So thanks again, John, for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was great to spend a little time with you today. All right. You take care.